What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fit of Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And as you fine folks know, Got Fit of Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. And this is episode number, was it 479? Is it 479? What episode is this? Yep, 479. That is correct. Wow, I got it. Still got it. Um, yeah, and uh, unfortunately, that statement is incorrect. Not the 479, but the prior statement. Um, yep, there's only one of me here, and I'm completely sober. I'm sober as my grandfather, if he were alive. Um, yeah, I'm doing Sober September. Why you doing Sober September, Johnny? Everybody does Sober October. Well, I'm doing Sober September because... <laughs> who wants to be sober in October? October has the best parties, the best events, the best clubs, the best... Everybody from all over the world comes to Japan in October. Because it's just, you got Halloween, there's tons of birthdays, and it's the birth of... It's the birth of mayhem. It's the mayhem month. Who wants to be sober during that? I mean, god damn. I mean, that's like the best month to party, October. Oh, man. September. September is like the best time to be sober. It's like the butt crack of summer, you know? Everything is over. I mean, yeah, sure, there's a couple of barbecues here and there. And sometimes, you know, some cool bands come to Japan. But, I mean, overall, September is like, eh, eh. Nobody ever says they had a great September. Man, <laughs> 2018 was great. That September was insane. I mean, off the hook. No, man. September is like the boring month. It's the end of summer, or as I said, the butt crack of summer. And that's that. So why be sober in October when you can be sober in September? Mm. And I'm drinking my very strong Zoomin coffee. Oh, man. God, I love coffee. You guys know that. Oh, and um, I got to tell you what, I'm doing the Sober September thing as a personal challenge just to see if I can do it. Because, I mean, if I can be sober for September, I can I can take on the world, man. I can learn a third language. I could go to the moon. I could become the president. I could go back to school, get my law degree. I could do anything, <laughs> you know. And so, yeah, it's a personal challenge for myself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. But uh, October, game on. Another thing about Sober September, it's the last thing I'm going to say about it, is all my friends are not encouraging me at all. All my friends are doing quite the opposite, actually. Uh, three of my friends, individual friends, friends that don't know each other, gave me bottles of whiskey and sake as presents for doing Sober September, right? And and I, I get the bottles and I'm happy, you know. I got a bottle of this really nice uh, sake. I think it's called Kikuna. And I got a bottle of uh, Ichiro's malt, which is like a $50 or 5,000 yen bottle of whiskey, which is it's, it's unbelievable. I was like so happy. I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. But I can't drink this for three weeks, you know. And at first I was just, I was like happy that they gave me the bottles. But after a second, I was like, why would they give me a bottle of whiskey and a bottle of sake and a bottle, another bottle of whiskey that I've never seen before? Why would they do that as encouragement for being sober? Well, what is it? That's like passing an AIDS test and then your friend's giving you AIDS. That's crazy. <laughs> Man, it's absolutely insane. But anyway, I guess those bottles are going to be gone week one of October. <laughs> mm. Yeah, all right. Well, that's all I've been up to. Um, going to a lot of shows. Friday the 13th, I went to an amp show that I actually organized. It was absolutely fantastic. Had some amazing bands. Honeyhead. Oh, God, faders. There's a band in Japan called Honeyhead, right? And it's like these two American dudes and this one Japanese girl. And it's like, it's like 
the cure. It's like the cure on steroids, and and they met. I don't know, like an EDM genius, dude. These guys. I don't even know how to describe their music. It's like electro funk pop punk i guess it's it's the weirdest combination of music and and it's this new thing that i've never heard before and these guys god i really hope they take off they're they're so fantastic um google them find them on facebook uh what's it called honeyhead god they're so good i i was really blown away by their performance and uh by their songs oh man they're so catchy too god i really hope they produce something put something on wax that would be awesome all right enough about me let's get into the news all right. Okay, so we got a couple of stories here. Okay, and um, actually, we covered all these stories on this episode. But this episode that we actually did yesterday, oh, man. Tom came over, and um, I guess uh, <laughs> he had a heavy weekend. I guess he uh, woke up too hungover to do the show, so he started drinking before the show, uh, which I think was a completely horrible, horrible combination. It was like electricity and water. He came over and he was just wasted. Have you heard that Black Flag song, Wasted? I was so wasted. Well, that was Tom. He came over and, man, that guy was just wasted. I mean, Jesus, he was the whole Black Flag album. <laughs> I think the album's title was Wasted Again, if I remember correctly. But, um... Anyway, yeah, we uh, did that show, and then I listened to it this morning, and I just wanted to touch it up, do a little editing magic, you know, you know, raise the gains, lower the gains, you know, twist the knobs, you know what I'm saying? And um, anyway, yeah, geez louise, yeah, there's there's no saving that one. <laughs> that one was dead in the water. So um, yeah, that's going to be on the Patreon, so if you want to hear mayhem, audio mayhem, yeah, go to the Patreon page, it's all there, and you should sign up for the Patreon page, we got tons of content up there, tons of videos, bonus content, photos too hot for Facebook, it's all there, bonus shows, bonus interviews, yeah, so go to the Facebook page and check that Facebook, did I just say Facebook? God, maybe I do need a drink, <laughs> go to the Patreon page and check that stuff out, support the show, and buy us booze not this month though all right here we go <clears throat> first story new blacklight train groper stamps sell out in japan on first day on the market nagoya stationery company caught by surprise as overwhelming demand for the anti-chikan item chikan basically means train groper or pervert okay nagoya-based shachihata's product lineup consists of the sort of things you would expect from a stationery company. Pens, stamps, honko, personal seals, etc. But the company's hottest selling product right now isn't for leaving marks on paper, but on perverts. Beware, train gropers. You'll be stamped and shamed. It's like the scarlet letter. <laughs> oh my god. Um, called the anti-nuisance stamp. The anti-nuisance stamp. So these anti-pervert stamps are called the anti-nuisance stamp, but the acronym for the anti-nuisance <laughs> anti stamp is ANUS. A-N-U-S. Anti-nuisance stamp. Good job! Good job! So you're going to get an anus on your hand. <laughs> oh my god, you think they use anus grease for this? Anus, the anus stamp. That is so ridiculous. Anyway, the anti-nuisance stamp is being marketed as a way for women for to fight back against Chikan, Japan's infamous train gropers. Okay, but actually, this is a really good idea, I think. 
developing the anti-nuisance stamp started about three months ago when some Japanese Twitter users began tossing around the idea of making chikan with pricks from safety pins, with proponents of the plan asserting that they could be used to leave marks in the skin of offenders. Holy shit! So at first they were going to stab perverts. Oh my god. See, you know what? I, I hate perverts. I, I really hate these guys. Flashers, gropers, all these fuckers, dude. I hate these guys. Um, they do not belong in the trains. They belong in the garbage. But the thing is, stabbing them is probably a really bad idea. Because then if you stab a guy on the train, well, first that's a, first thing that's assault. Second thing is, you're going to get blood all over everybody. I mean, you're going to get blood on me, on you, on the perverts, on, and everybody on the train and shit. And the last thing I want is somebody's blood on me. I mean, that's just gross. You know, I'm a little bit of a germaphile, you know, I mean, a germaphobe, I freaking hate people's bloods. And somebody has a bloody nose, or if they, they sneeze and they get snot all over their face, dude, oh, God, I just want to puke, man. It just drives me crazy. But anyway, yeah, so this is their, their first idea, was to stab people on the train. Oh, my God, that could have gotten out of hand, <laughs> especially in Tokyo. These trains are pretty crowded, if you didn't know. However, many women were reluctant to start stabbing people, even with some as small as a pin. So the Shachihata designers decided to put together a non-piercing alternative. Good job, guys! The anti-nuisance stamp uses a special UV ink that leaves no visible mark to the naked eye, but shows up under a black light. Um, this would make it harder for the Chikan to notice exactly where he's been marked, thus making it harder to wash off and allowing it easier identification by the police or other authorities. Uh, Sachihata also decided on a capless design in order to make marketing, marking process. God, these are written so bad, even when I'm sober. See, they take these Japanese articles and they translate them to English, and then uh, the, the, this comma is all over the place. Like, I feel like I should stop <laughs> and then continue reading. Man, these are hard to read. Um, process as swift as possible, lest the chicken escapes unmarked. Okay, well, all right, well, I think this is a really good idea. Um, you know, I mean, if somebody's getting, like, groped and they can stamp the guy, because, you know, I guess the trains are so crowded that you don't know where the hand's coming from, but if there's a hand on your boob or some other place, I guess you could just pull out the stamp. I mean, if you can get your hands in your pockets, though, because, I mean, the trains are so crowded, you can't move your arms. You can't put your hands in your pockets, so I guess you gotta keep the stamp in your hand, just in case, you know? And then you gotta somehow maneuver your hand to grab the guy's hand. I don't know. It it, it could get it could get messy, I guess. I, I don't know. When the thing is, what if they miss the guy's hand and they mark somebody else or something? Or I don't know. What what if one of these girls is crazy? Because I'm not saying I'm saying this is a horrible thing. This is a horrible, horrible thing for people to do bad stuff on the train like this. But you know, some people have problems and maybe maybe somebody, maybe a girl or even a guy takes that stamp and, and starts marking other people on the train as a joke or something. And then they walk through one of these black light sensor things and they have like five stamps on them and the cops are like, yo, you gotta come with us, man. You're a pervert. And the guy's like, pervert? I've got a family. I'm a CEO of a company. <laughs> and the cops are like, not anymore, buddy. <laughs> Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right, for the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and of course, they got wine from California to Italy, to France, 
to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya, about five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com. That's www.gamuso.com. That's right. Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I can probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2000 n each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepper. Okay, next story, next story. Okay, here we go, next story. Shibuya cops continue crackdown on graffiti with arrest of rapper Reggie Snow. Am I pronouncing, pronunciating that correctly? Pronunciation is important. Reggie, Reggie, Raj, I'm going to call him Raj, Raj Snow. Uh, 
Let's see here. Police in Shibuya Ward continued their crackdown on graffiti with the arrest of Irish rapper Rajie Snow and Tanner Dale, a DJ, early Wednesday, reports Nippon News Network, September 6th. Whoa, September. If they were sober, this would never have happened. <laughs> At just before 3 a.m., Snow, 26, whose real name is Alex... Oh, boy, here we go. Alex Anyangbunnamum. All right, you know what? Now I know why I changed his name to Snow, because that is so much easier to say than Anyangbunnamum. God, that's a tough one. And Dale. I guess the DJ's name is just Dale. He's like Madonna. I only have one name because fuck you. That's why. <laughs> and Dale allegedly sprayed graffiti on the wall at the Mark City Shopping and Office Complex near JR Shibuya Station. Oh, these guys are fucking idiots. Shibuya is filled with CCTV. In fact, Shibuya and Aoyama, they increased the amount of CCTV cameras to, I think they, they put an extra thousand cameras in there, like at a ridiculous number because there's been so many pickpocket cases in Tokyo. There's been so many pickpocket cases. Oh my God. People have been, they've been getting pickpocketed left and right, dude. It's like, it's like Europe. Oh my God. So anyway, now there's more cameras, right? And so for anybody, any dumb shit to come to Shibuya of all places to spray pain is just they're they're unaware or they're just a complete moron or maybe they want to get busted so they can say i got i was arrested in shibuya for graffiti and then when they go back to ireland they got some mad street cred yo because i mean the guy's a rapper he needs to get arrested overseas for him to be cool you know he needs to get in the newspapers so i'm sure you know that the embassy of ireland wait would it be the embassy of ireland or the embassy of the uk the uk embassy does the uk cover Ireland, Wales, Scotland, and England? Is that how it works? God, I'm ignorant. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they're probably in the newspapers in their hometown, which means, I mean, dude, in their hometown, these guys are going to go back and become legends. Legends. But in Japan, they are criminals. Criminals. Yes, there's absolutely zero tolerance for graffiti in Japan, or in, at least Tokyo. Um, there are some designated areas, I think, in Kawasaki and Yokohama. And I think they're gonna. I think eventually there's gonna be some graffiti battles or something. I, I heard through the uh, pipelines, and uh, that should be pretty cool. I would love to go to a, a graffiti, like a live painting battle. I mean, there is the live paint battles, the live painting battles, or whatever. But they're not. They're not graffiti based. You know, I would love for like. You know, in the summer to go down to, I don't know, like the piers of Yokohama or maybe in Kawasaki. And then, you know, they have these huge concrete walls and maybe like 50 graffiti artists go up there like maybe 8 o'clock in the morning. And then they just fucking throw up their pieces, right? They have all day to do it. And then you can just sit around, drink some beers, get faded and see some fucking art being done live, dude. Especially graffiti art because that shit's hard to see unless you watch, uh, unless you watch it on YouTube where you can see anything. But... Yeah, yeah, hopefully that does happen. And then, you know, maybe if they did do that, less people would spray paint in Shibuya because there is no tolerance. These guys are definitely going to do time. They're probably going to pay, I would say, at least $10,000, if not more. And if they need a lawyer, that's... God, in Tokyo? <laughs> Trust me, I know that's a lot of freaking money. Okay, back to the story. At just before 3 a.m., Snow26, whose real name is I'm Not Saying, It's Too Long and Difficult, and Dale! I didn't know Dale was a, an Irish name. Dale. Huh. Okay, allegedly spray-painted graffiti on a wall at the Mark City Shopping and Office Complex near Shibuya Station, which is just 
God, so stupid. In the footage supplied by the network, the text Popeye, quote unquote. Popeye, I guess, was his name. Why didn't he write Snow? The guy's got a killer name right there. His name is Snow. Just write S-N-O-W. You'd be, he would finish his tag or his throw up in like half the time. Popeye, what a horrible name. I mean, I checked this guy out, right, before uh, reading this article. And his music's okay, you know. I mean, probably in five years, we'll never, we won't remember him in five years, I guess. But uh, Popeye is such a dumb name. Olive oil, <laughs> that's better. Brutal, yeah, there's so many better characters in that, that ca- cartoon series. Anyway, Popeye uh, could be seen in blue paint on the wall. Quote, while under the influence of alcohol, I graffitied, end quote. Anya Eganenabum told the Shibuya police station in admitting to the allegations. Meanwhile, DJ Dale denies the allegations, police said. Police have been intensifying patrols to combat graffiti in the area. More than 20 such incidents have taken place in the ward this year. And uh, if you listen to previous episodes of Got Fated Japan, we covered a lot of, well, not a lot, but a couple of those stories. Mmm. Oh, my German coffee. Mmm. Uns is so delicious. Mmm, 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 mmm. God, the Germans know how to make strong coffee. I didn't know if you knew that, but goodness gracious, it's fantastic. Oh, man. You know what? I'm thinking about this. These two, this this hip-hop duo, uh, DJ Snow, wait, wait. Uh, Raji Snow and DJ Dale. You know what? If they could get all the footage, all right, there's a thousand cameras in Shibuya. If their lawyer could get that footage, they could take that footage, go back to Ireland and make a music video out of that. Do you know how fucking epic that would be? Them getting arrested by the cops. Maybe they're running away from the cops, like in the TV show Cops, you know? Maybe some white trash shit happens where like maybe they, they try to take a swing at the cops and the cops are beating them up or something. Some crazy shit happens. Some shenanigans ensue. You know, I mean, that could be pretty insane, dude. That'd be actually great. You know, they should talk to their lawyer right now and just be like, listen, we'll pay anything, but we need that footage. We need that footage. If we get that footage right now, that is going to be epic for our careers. Holy smokes. These guys are going to be world famous artists. I mean, I guess it worked for David Cho, who's the uh, artist, the, um, I guess now he's a fine art artist or a uh, lowbrow artist, but he used to be a graffiti artist that got busted in Japan for, um, I guess he was fighting a security guard for something or whatever. Anyway, he did some time here in Tokyo. Um, when was it? The late 90s or something? But anyway, yeah, Google that shit. All right. But actually, he's a really talented artist. I do like his work. Okay, next one. Man used toy gun in three convenience store robberies. Tokyo Metropolitan Police are hunting for a man who used what was likely a toy gun to rob three convenience stores in the capital early Sunday. At around 4 a.m. This guy must have been faded. 4 a.m. Nothing good happens after 4 a.m. Was that in a vice? Mm. The man entered an outlet of Family Mart in the Asagaya area. Ooh-hoo! Asagaya! That's where we have our sponsors. And definitely check out our sponsors. We got Gamuso in Asagaya. And we also have Mitsuya Liquors in Asagaya. Okay. Asagaya Suganami Ward and threatened a male clerk with a gun. The guns in quotes. More quotes. Here we go. The quote episode. Quote, hand over your money, end quote. The man reportedly said before fleeing by bicycle with 100,000 yen in cash. A thousand bucks. Not a bad score. Wow. 
<laughs> he fleed on a fleed. <laughs> was it fleed? He fleed. He flew. <laughs> he flew on a bicycle. He fleed on a bicycle. I don't know which one. Whichever. Tomatoes and uh, tomatoes. Whatever. According to police, the suspect told the clerk that the gun was a uh, Weather P38. So he told them the gun. He's like, I've got a gun. It's a Weather P38. <laughs> Dude, a gun's a gun. <laughs> you stupid asshole. And da, 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 da. a man with an air gun robbed an, f- an outlet of Family Mart in Suginami Ward early Sunday. Uh, standing at around 180 centimeters tall, the man was wearing a blue suit and sunglasses. He is believed to be in his 30s, police said. All right, cops, you know what he looks like. Go get him, boys. Oh, man. Okay, yeah, you're looking for a guy that's 180 centimeters. That's like five foot four, and he's wearing a blue suit. He looks like everybody in my neighborhood. Uh, minus the gun and bicycle. Minus the gun and bicycle. So I, I, I guess that's what you should be looking for. You should be looking for guns and bicycles. So just keep on walking around the street, cops, you know. If you see anybody with a pistol, a P38, nab him. <laughs> get him, Ray. About five minutes after the incident, the same man is believed to have welded the same air gun in the robbery of an outlet of Lawson located near Suginami Ward office. Oh my God, so this guy's hitting up places one after another. Kind of like, he's like Bonnie and Clyde minus the Bonnie. At around 12.30 a.m., he is also believed to have used the toy gun to rob another outlet of Family Mart. This guy really hated Family Mart. Maybe this guy has no family. I got no family. Fuck this chain. Fuck these guys. Fuck the store. I'm going home with their money. Uh, family Mart in the Nishi Shinjuku area of Shinjuku Ward. Oh, my goodness. So he's going east. He's going east. He's going from Asagaya, which is west Tokyo, to Shinjuku, which is east Tokyo. So um, he's probably on his way home. Because it would be ridiculous for him to go from Asagaya to Shinjuku, then back to Asagaya, especially at 4 o'clock in the morning when the sun's coming up. Sun usually rises, I think, around 5.30 here in September, sober September. There were no injuries in the robberies, police said. Wouldn't that be funny if he shot somebody with an air gun? He's like, I have a real air gun. (laughs) And it really stings really, 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 really bad when you get shot with one of these. So give me your money and get under the counter. (laughs) I've got a bicycle to get away. Oh, man. All right. So that's about it for that story. Okay. Interesting. Well, the thing is... Here in Japan, we do have airsoft, and airsoft is kind of a big deal, and um, these airsoft guns look exactly like real guns. It is so ridiculous how these guns, or how real these guns look. I can't believe it. Like, if you go to Akihabara, and um, you go to one of these airsoft guns, it looks exactly like a gun shop. uh, Well, okay. It looks like a gun shop from the movie Terminator. Remember when Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he walks into the the gun shop, and the guy's got AK-47s, he's got Uzis, he's got rocket launchers, or the the movie Commando, or any Arnold Schwarzenegger movie in the 80s. Remember Commando when Arnold Schwarzenegger walks into, like, the the gun shop, and they have rocket launchers? (laughs) 
<laughs> if you go into an airsoft shop in Tokyo, and especially Akihabara, they have rocket launchers, they have RPGs, they have <laughs> anti-aircraft military weapons, you know, but they, they shoot BB guns or BBs, right? So they shoot these little pellets and stuff instead of rockets or whatever. But it's actually kind of interesting. And there's a bar there where you can fucking drink beers and shoot fully, like fully automatic machine guns, like AK-47s, M16s, sniper rifles. It's a lot of fun, man. I've done it a couple of times. That's actually the best part of Akihabara is finding this bar, getting fucking wasted, and then fucking blowing some ammo. Full metal jacket in the air. Holy shit. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. Okay, so I think that's it for this story. So, I don't know. So, if you see a guy walk into a convenience store with a gun that looks really, really, really real, I would just assume it's real just in case. <laughs> you don't want to be the asshole that pulls like an, a Bugs Bunny or an Elmer Fudd or whatever that sticks his finger in the barrel and says, this is fake, and then you lose your face. You know, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, assume it's real, but I mean, 99.99999% of the time, that shit ain't real. Uh-uh. Okay, let's see here. Um, bum, ba -dum, ba -dum. Last story. Last story for what we got today. Okay. Oh, another Kambini story. Kambini employee cleaned out till on first and last day at 30 stores nationwide. He cleaned out till on the first and the last day. It's a puzzle, faders. Think about it. So you've got an employee. He's hired and he cleans out the shop. He's ta he takes all the money on his first and last day. How many days did he work there? The answer is one. <laughs> the answer is one. Uh, <clears throat> in December 2017, Kohei Nojima pulled 250,000 yen in cash from the register of a convenience store in Oita City on his first day as a part-time clerk. And he never returned. <laughs> He's like, this job is great. Check out the bonuses. The perks are amazing. <laughs> and the vacation time, forget about it. Uh, the keeper, according to the evening tabloid, Nikon Gendai, September 7th, was repeated, was repeated dozens of times at convenience stores nationwide over a roughly one-year period. That is, until a tip led to his arrest. A tip... God, every single convenience store has 50 CCTV cameras in it. <laughs> you can't get away with this. I mean, not even once, although this guy got away with it 30 times. This is crazy. Quote, I did it to cover living expenses, end quote. Nojima was quoted by the Oita Chuo police station and admitting to the allegations. Nojima is already under prosecution in the case. On September 4th, he was filed under as a defendant. What the fuck does that mean? Jesus. You know, oh God. You know, I, I think, you know, Tom's Japanese is really good. I think, I think these news articles, these companies, I don't know, is this NHK or TBS? Oh, whoever, whoever Tom gets these articles from, I think he should try to get a job there. The guy needs a job. The guy needs a job. His, his kanji's great. His, his writing skills are pretty decent and stuff. He could get these articles and rewrite them and make them perfect. Because, I mean, the way these articles are written is just garbage. Okay, so basically what this guy did was he went to 30 convenience stores. I think, well, it doesn't say which ones, but 
You went to 30 convenience stores, maybe 7-Eleven, Family Marts, Mini Stop, whatever. He would get the job. And then as soon as his boss or manager would leave, he'd grab all the money and just walk out the door. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. I can't believe it took him so long to bust this guy because, I mean, A, there's cameras everywhere. And B, you got to write your, your full name, your Japanese social security number, your Honko stamp. You got to give, you got to give like these companies, because these are huge corporations, you got to give them all your information. So all the cops had to do is just be like, oh, Nojima. Well, he lives here. Let's just go there and get him. <laughs> get him, Ray. <laughs> but they didn't. Okay, moving forward. Apprehension. After two incidents emerged in Oita, Oita Prefecture, police made a warrant poster. On October 30th, 2018, police received a tip from an employee at a store in Oita City about, quote, a person resembling, end quote, the man in the poster. Okay. The employee, what, why, did, why didn't they just, unless he used a fake name, a fake name, fake address, Fake driver's license. Holy smokes. This guy was underground. Um, the employee said that the person was coming to start a shift at 3 p.m. that same day. It would have been his first and it was his last shift. <laughs> his next shift is behind bars. Upon the arrival of Nojima, officers nabbed him at the store. Police later learned that over a 10-year period, he had been arrested three times for the same crime. Holy smokes. It's these repeat offenders, you know? These repeat offenders. According to police, Nojima's smallest yield was 50,000 yen, about 500 bucks, came from a store in Kanagawa Prefecture, while his largest was 1.279 million yen. That is a lot of fucking money. From a store in Shige. I guess Shige is a very rich area. Never been to Shige. Quote, He was on a pace of about two or three capers a month. End quote. The investigator said, Quote, But after the job in Shige, he didn't pull another one for about three months. End quote. I guess he got rusty. <laughs> he got rusty and busted. While moving around the nation, Nojima traveled by public transportation. The defense stayed night. The defendant stayed nights at business hotels. In addition to the um, aftermath, quote, living expenses, end quote, what the stolen, the living expenses, the stolen money was used, quote, on entertainment and his next crime, end quote. It's written so poorly. Even when I'm sober, I can't even read this. The investigator said, but he didn't gamble or drink or he had a sound foundation in some ways. So I guess basically this guy was living, you know, just from hotel to hotel to hotel, kind of uh, kind of like a drifter. And um, yeah, he was just robbing convenience stores. Once again, I guess this guy is similar to Bonnie and Clyde minus the Bonnie. Maybe he had many Bonnie's women of the night who supposedly, I guess that was Bonnie's first job before she met Clyde. If you listen to the last podcast on the left, which I do religiously, um, yeah, they did a whole four-piece series on Bonnie and Clyde, and it was absolutely spectacular. God, I love that show, the last podcast on the left. They are funny, witty, smart, and um, very, very, very knowledgeable on their topics. Oh, man, faders. Ooh, this is actually a morning podcast. That's another thing about being sober every single day. You can wake up early. I mean, yeah, waking up sucks, but I mean, it's better than pushing daisies, right? <laughs> but um, it's a lot easier when you don't drink the night before. Holy smokes. I wake up, I hit the showers, I get a cup of coffee, and I am good to go, man. Usually it takes me two or three cups of coffee and watching the news. You know, I stopped watching the news, man. 
in Japan, I've got Apple TV, right? And um, a lot of people have Apple TV or Amazon or whatever. And um, anyway, with my Apple TV service and stuff, I get ABC News and Bloomberg News for free. So I always like watch that as I'm getting ready in the morning. And I got to say, ABC News sucks when you're sober. Oh, my God. A lot of things suck when you're sober. I'd wake up, I'd be kind of hungover, and I'd watch that shit. And I'd, you know, I'd be drinking my coffee slowly, getting ready for the day or whatnot. And the thing is, though, my God. God, does that show suck. They have this like series, whatever, where they, they basically, I don't know, they just cut these little clips of like the biggest news articles that are happening in the world or the United States or whatnot. But some of these reporters are fucking stupid. They are so ridiculously moronic. Like they get this one girl that calls everybody guys. Hi, guys. Well, there's been another mass shooting today. And yeah, it's bad this time. Dude, I feel like I'm watching YouTube, you know, and I watch a lot of YouTube and and I watch a lot of YouTubers and they're all like that. Hey, guys, there's been another earthquake in uh, Haiti. And yeah, um, there's a mass shooting here and there's a forest fire that. Yeah, guys, it's really, really bad. I'm like, oh, my God, what happened to the news? Oh, man, I got to start drinking just so I can handle the American news. Oh, God, I got to start watching BBC. Was it BBC? BBC? Is that the British one? What do they have in England? I don't know. I got to watch something else in English. I don't know. If you have any recommendations of where I should get the news, please tell me. Because ABC News, it's um, all about... What's a good C word? What's a good C word, faders? ABC. It's not American Broadcasting Channel anymore. It's all about crap. That's what it is. ABC News is all about crap. That's it. I mean, God, a bunch of YouTubers talking about like mass shootings and shit. I couldn't believe that. I was like, oh my God, I need a drink to start the day now. Woo! Mmm. <laughs> Well, faders, thank you very much for tuning into this special episode of Got Fitted Japan. It's been a pleasure getting my caffeine on with you guys. And um, yes, I'm, I, I guess I'm building a collection of alcohol. So October 1st, <laughs> game on. I think I might even do whiskey sampling. I think it'd be kind of cool to sample the different kinds of Japanese whiskey. Because I've got like, what, two or three bottles over there. And it seems like everybody's giving me bottles of whiskey since I'm sober. For this month, oh man! I mean, shit, dude! I could have quite a collection by the end of the month. I mean, I'm only I'm only 15 days deep, dude. So just think how much booze I can have in 30 in 30 days. Wow! All right, faders, thank you very much, and you know what to do. Go to iTunes. Go to iTunes. Give us a five star review and and write something nice about us. Come on, we do it for you guys. In fact, I do do it. Every podcast I listen to, I've given them a five star review and I've written something nice. It's a true. It's fact. It's a true. That's what it is. It's a true. But um, yeah, do that for us. And if you can one-up that, definitely sign up for the Patreon. We have tons of stuff on the Patreon page. When you support the Patreon page, you support the show. You buy us booze. You buy us equipment. And we've been getting a lot of guests on the show. And when we get the guests, you know, we, we pay for the karaoke. We pay for the drinks. We pay for everything. And that all comes out of the Patreon. And we want to continue doing that. Well, we, we, no matter what, we are going to continue doing that. And a lot of bands and comedians and actors and a lot of really exciting people are coming to Japan from all over the world and and they're contacting us left and right and center and stuff and um yeah so there's gonna be a lot of interesting guests and I think we're gonna do something a little bit different with the guests we're gonna spend like I think 30 minutes doing an interview and then I want to do the other 30 minutes of news I want to have at least like five articles of news I'm speaking as I'm thinking I'm, I should be writing this down it's on a podcast it's permanent anyway faders thank you very much for tuning in to this very special sober episode of Got Fit of Japan 
I look forward to seeing you with Tom and all the other guys next week. Peace. My old brother, a goddamn shit something vampire. Will you wait till mom finds out, buddy? I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Huh? God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! <laughs> you sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up Republican shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.